What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. It's uh, been a little while, so we're a little rusty, but I'm your host, Judson, joined by Mohit and Yahya. Uh, what's up, good, gentlemen? Man. What's going on? What is up, man? I'm excited to be here today, guys. Yeah, excited to, excited to see you guys and get back to recording. I did not get the black hat memo, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I think this is the second or third Nike time hats. you missed it, man. We got to get we gotta get him one of these I'll hats. I'll get you a Nike hat. Don't worry. I got you a black Nike hat. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Moving to Florida show. It's been way too long. I think we're at least two months uh, past recording. Uh, we've had a, a lot of things come up over the last few months, uh, busy real estate schedules, life events, yep. all of that. Uh, but that's not what you're here for. You're here to learn about moving to Florida. And did we say we're we'll going to jump, jump right, right into, into it? it? Is that and the plan, guys? I, we do want to apologize. We have, we've been gone for a little while. Everybody been uh, has been busy, just like Justin said. We've been... Uh, Having life issues, you've been uh, traveling a little bit too. Uh, I know Yaya moved from one state to another and then back to the same state he was in before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that makes it perfect for this episode. It's moving out of Florida to come back to Florida (laughs) in the moving to Florida show. So this is awesome. Well, look, hey, what a great segue. Um, you know, I, I remember that you were away, but I didn't really know what the story was. So, you know, what, what's what's the deal, man? Why'd you leave Florida? Man, so the thing was, you know, it's uh, I had to move to Missouri because we had a new newborn. And it's always nice to have in-laws. Grandparents are great with babies, you know, to take care of them. And I was looking to buy a home myself in Florida for us. And as you guys know, last year, the market was really crazy for everybody. And... Instead of, you know, being here looking to rent a place and wasting money being a lender, it, it was just like, didn't make sense. So we moved over there, lived there for a couple of months and literally bought a home online, got everything settled, moved back to Florida. And the whole process was pretty interesting because, you know, we do this for other people. And when you do it for yourself and it works out amazing, it, it kind of redefines the purpose that, okay, what we're doing matters. We're making people's life easy because if I can do this myself and I can make it easy on me being in a different state, then why can't it be easier for people? You know, so it's, and and honestly, I got to tell you guys one thing between Florida and nothing bad against Missouri guys, it's a great state. Every state is great, but Florida, you come back here, it's a different energy. People are different. Food is different. It's just, it's just awesome. So I'm really happy to be back here. And talk about some amazing moving to Florida. Updates. I just want to piggyback what you said. Um, I had family from Toronto here, and you know, Canadians are supposed to be like the nicest people, most polite people. <laughs> and uh, well, that's that's just the stigma that they have over there. I don't say a stigma. I guess that's how they're represented up there. But they came down here and they said, "Man, these Floridians are super nice." I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, "Yeah, everybody's been super kind and super nice. Like, random people are saying hi to you when you're walking from." one area to another or whatever the case might be. It's like people are super polite. The waiter, waiting staff, the servers, everything has been fantastic here. I was like, well, we are a tourist, you know, destination. So they've been going to the tourist spot. So they're going to be super nice to you because they want that big tip from you. <laughs> but-, but you know what? So I'll, I'll add to that uh, if I may here, because I think you said something really cool here and it's a big shout out to the professional community here, because like I said, I bought a home online and Which we're kind of upset over agent. that you bought a home online and not used one of us to help you with that. 
search. Right. Well, we're you, not you guys hold. do know that I do have a license that I don't use to sell real estate, but you know, it saved me a little bit of money in commission. Uh, I'm just saying, man, you know, but the interesting thing I did, oh man, Mo's going to be going on that for the next year. But no, but seriously though, I, I, I will say this that our community here in business is amazing because the listing agent on the other side was very accommodating, knowing that I'm buying a home from a distance. She went above and beyond for me and my wife and my wife came down here. She came and opened the door for her at the inspection. You know, she was here on the day of closing. It was very nice to see that, you know, people here in Florida, like I said, in business are very, very much dedicated to serving the community in every way. And my personal experience being so great, especially I never knew her, didn't work with her before. First time working with her, great experience. So Florida definitely is, I think, getting popularity, not just because of tourist attractions and other things and all the beauty it has, but I think it's the environment. You know, it's very laid back. People are really friendly and it's honestly a great environment to, to live in. There you go. There you go. So that's why you need to move to Florida, folks. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's well, jump right in. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, we got some updates to the Hometown Heroes program. And we've talked about the Hometown Heroes program before a uh, down payment assistance, closing cost assistance program to help first responders. But apparently there are some changes coming to this program. So what's happening? What's going on with it? So, man, I'm glad you brought that up. It's an awesome, awesome thing. And one thing I will tell you guys is Florida Hometown Heroes program so far uh, up to last week has funded about $2 billion worth of loans. Wow. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And I'm proud of that because we were able to use this money. And as you guys know, previously, before the new enhancements, it was only open to certain occupations and it was first responders. So being able to fund that much in loan amounts uh, really means that we did serve our community. And now what's more exciting is there the occupational requirements will no longer apply from the 3rd of July. Now, what this means to... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What, I was going to ask you, what does that mean? So what that means to everybody, guys, is that as long as you are working for a Florida-based company and you work at least 35 hours a week, and when I mean by a Florida-based company, it has to have a brick-and-mortar location in Florida or it could be a registered company in Florida, and you work for that, you qualify for this program. So the company doesn't have to have a wow. headquarters here. They just have to have a, a, a location here. Yeah. So to give you a quick example, let's say you work for Apple. Now, they're based out of California. But if they have an Apple store here and you work for that particular store, you can take advantage of the oh, program. Interesting. And there's a couple of other cool things. So in the past, it was limited to a maximum of 5% and $25,000. They upped that by $35,000, remaining 5% max, whichever is lower, obviously. But that's not it. They actually made another really cool change, which I really love. So now there's a minimum amount you qualify for. So, you know, there was a lot of homes in certain areas that were lower priced. And when you do 5% max or loan amount, you know, you were getting less than $10,000. And that was not enough funding for a lot of people to take advantage of. So the minimum amount you can get is $10,000. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. So is that even if, say, you're purchasing a $150,000 condo, you can still get the Mm $10,000? Exactly. So so the the, the minimum overrides the maximum of 5%. Exactly. So it's it's really nice in that case. Yeah, and I I love how they they replenish the funds with another $100 million. So... 
it's it's you know it's really nice to see this because in this industry we work to serve our communities right we promote home ownership we want to help people buy homes be the generation that builds equity that gets away from renting and has a much better life in the long run and builds equity wealth all that cool stuff now with this the things that remain the same it is still a 30 year non amortizing loan so it has 0% you're not going to pay any interest on it so it's not free money but you're getting this money at a very very cheap rate and if you don't refinance, don't sell, don't turn it into anything else, you can have it as a second mortgage for 30 years, man. Oh, wow. And, you know, on average, as we, I think, discussed this in one of our, our recent episodes, that if you were to appreciate, let's say, by 5% in 14 years, your investment would double. So, I mean, just think about that for a moment. It's nothing, you know, to even pay this back in 10, 15, 20 right. years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What are uh, if you want to just go over? I know we've gone over the minimum requirements in in the past. So, what are the minimum requirements? Just as a refresher. Very good question, man. So, one thing I always like to you know bring to attention is whenever we are discussing DPAs or down payment assistance programs, there are minimum credit scores that are required, obviously. And in this one, it's six hundred and forty. So, if you're below six forty, unfortunately, it's not going to work. But it does not mean that you can't get it. So all you got to do is work a little bit, you know, make some changes and we can, of course, help with that. But that way you can qualify for it. And officially, this program is going to be launched on the 1st of July, but I think it's a weekend. So 3rd of July is probably going to be a Monday, I think, is when it's officially going to go into reservations, right before the 4th of July. So (laughs) right before holiday, of course. But no, but it's awesome, though, man. Like, I'm really proud of this. You know, I think it's such a cool thing, especially in today's market. Because one insight I will share with our audience here is as a lender, you know, we review a lot of credit applications every day. And one thing I'm seeing is a lot of people are making very good money. They have good jobs. They have very good credit. They're taking care of it. But the biggest caveat that holds most people back is the money, the cash, right? right? For down payment and closing costs. And cash, yeah. cash to close. Exactly. Yeah. And even in some circumstances, you can get a little bit of credit from the seller in some instances. You can, you know, negotiate paying a lot higher and getting some money back, but you still need a little bit more money down. And with this, it solves that problem. So it really gives us a benefit to help people more. So I'm very excited about this. Awesome, awesome. What other minimum requirements? I know that you said a credit minimum is 640. What other requirements? Uh, so the only other thing I would say, but I think stuff. this is... Uh, DTI. So yeah, I mean, that's something I think uh, as listeners, you won't need to be too worried about this because it's, you will have to have a lender actually calculate this for you. But it used to be at 45 before and they moved it up to 50 and it's still at 50. Mm. And just to give you an idea, it's very, very high. That means about 50% right. you know, of your credit obligations, including your mortgage of your monthly gross income. So that's pretty high. It's substantial. Mm. So it, yeah, and and to clarify, there in, in moving it from forty five to fifty, they actually made it a little more accessible, they made it a little easier to qualify. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good, interesting. Oh, that's really good. Go well, well, that's okay. Look, I, here's what I'd like to do because you know I know our listeners are are you know kind of figuring out what this is, and we're familiar with a lot of these terms and work through these things every day. But let's kind of break it down with an example. I think that would be easier, right? And we can keep it kind of simple, round numbers, but let's use a purchase price of 400,000. I think that's realistic, right? You're going to move to Florida. You're going to buy a, a nice home. You're paying around 400,000 for that at least. 
So let's <laughs> use that number. Somebody that's using somebody that's buying a home for four hundred thousand dollars and qualifies for this program is going to have access to up to five percent of the loan amount. Is it loan amount still, or is it purchase price? It's the loan amount. All right. So let's let's say it's a four twenty purchase. They're putting four hundred thousand down. I don't think those numbers work exactly, but just for simplicity, four hundred thousand dollar loan amount. So they're going to qualify for twenty thousand dollars to help cover their down payment and or closing costs. Is yeah, that correct? Exactly. So you're going to take a maximum five percent, and typically, that's what happens. We automatically take five percent. So it's not going to be that I'm going to choose to do three percent or whatever. And if you're choosing to let's say do an FHA loan and you're putting three and a half percent down, the balance one point five will go to your closing costs. Would it be yeah, better to, awesome. uh, sorry, would it be better to take it as a conventional loan versus a FHA? I know some people might qualify for a FHA because the requirements are a little bit more, uh, less stringent, uh, than, than, uh, conventional, but on an FHA, you're eventually going to refinance within the next what, three to four or five years. Cause you don't want to pay that PMI. So, get- so when that time comes up, that means that 30 grand or 20 grand is due, correct? Yes, if you're refinancing, yeah, absolutely. But the funny thing about this is, man, that it's I love this question because recently with the changes in the FHA guidelines, the monthly insurance premium has dropped by 40% from what it used to be. I see. And what that has done is that it's made the loan cheaper overall. However, the one thing I did actually want to mention earlier, I'm going to mention now, is that the interest rates are actually subsidized for Homestown Heroes. So they're not market rates. They're actually better than market oh, rates. Okay. And th- it's it's not something that anybody has any control over. It's, you know, Florida housing basically subsidizes it. And the participating lenders have access to it. And anybody can see it. You can just go to ehousingplus.com. Ehousingplus.com is the website. And you can access all the details of all these programs. Everything is there. So it's not a secret. It's not hidden from anybody. And they update their rates every day. So if you were to pick between the two... The only other thing I would say is that income limits actually have also gone up. So before, um, if you made X amount of dollars, you wouldn't qualify for this program. They upped it a little bit, obviously. Right. So now I think Orange County is capped at $130,000. But if you were going to, let's say, go conventional versus FHA, to use a fun example here, you would have to put minimum 5% down right. on a conventional because if you don't have the less than 80% area median income, you can't put 3%, Right. So if you needed a little bit of help in closing costs and you didn't have that, then going FHA, putting three and a half and getting the 1.5 extra towards that and adding a little of your own funds would be beneficial. And of course, in three to four or five years, if you refinanced it, you can just do a rate and term refinance and the equity you can use to pay off the you know second mortgage that you have and get better terms. Okay. All right. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Any other requirements that we need to um, address? Uh, yeah, so you have to be a first-time home buyer. I know it's uh, <laughs> people ask this. Can I use this for investment? I'm no. like, no. <laughs> it's to incentivize home ownership, so you can't do this where you buy it and you rent, you know, live in it for a year and you rent it. You cannot use that hack because this is not meant for that. It's meant for people who are actually first-time home buyers and need the assistance. So no investors, no you know fun hacks and stuff going on here. It really is truly for people who really need the help. Yeah. So you know like you going yeah, going Absolutely, back to what yeah. you said about uh, down payment assistance. Usually down payment assistance when some when I think of that, I think, oh man, my client's probably gonna get a higher interest rate. But 
with the state, you know, subsidizing the interest rates and bringing them down or even better than the market rate. That's, that's really, really exciting. And that's really good to know. And one thing I will tell you is, and I'm probably going to get a little hate from lenders about this, but a lot of lenders do not like to do DPAs because what happens is we have to give up a certain part of our commission to help with the subsidization. And I love that because, you know, you can sit on a stage all day and say, Hey, I'm here to help the community. But if you have no skin in the game, man, you're just trying to keep this a clean podcast. You're just making stuff yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to rephrase right. my words there, right. but I'm proud of that because I'm like, look, if I have to give up a certain amount of my commission, but I'm going to put somebody in a home, that's worth more to me because I made a family achieve home ownership. Right. And look, Referrals. you know, money at the end of the day is exactly. It's not even that, man. It's it's not all about the yeah. money. You know, we realtors, lenders, we all have a lot of strict trainings. We have a code of ethics we follow. And we make, you know, these promises that yeah, we're going to help the community. We're going to make it a better place. And this is the perfect chance to do that. So not everybody participates in it. So if you are listening to this episode and you are thinking of a hometown hero program and you think you want to qualify for it, talk to anybody. You can call me, you can call us, you can reach out to, you know, the team here and find out. And one thing I will say, guys, is that this program was actually not put into effect that long ago, right? Our last episode was less than a year yeah. ago. So, right. yeah. so if we take inventory, $2 billion in, let's say, less than a year, that money went fast. Yeah. So one th- and, and, and that helped with the purchase of $2 billion of real estate. Is that right? Exactly. The, the down payment assistance mm-hmm. did. Yeah, not that two, $2 billion were lent. Exactly. So if you think about this, we don't know how much more money they're going to replenish. We, I don't know that. But if it were to run out, it were to run out, you know. But my advice to anybody listening is, if you know this program is going into effect on the 3rd of July, I would start working on it today. Yeah. Just so you have an idea. And look, you don't have to even move forward today or do anything. But if you can have a conversation with somebody and just find out if you qualify for it, get ready for it, at least get an information and ready, you know, get ready for it, talk to a realtor, see if that area you're looking for qualifies, has the homes and everything is good, you may be able to take advantage of this when it rolls out. Yep, for sure. So somebody, you know, thinking about our audience, people that are moving to Florida, they need a job in Florida, which most people are, right? They're maybe they're relocating, they've already got a job lined up, something like that. But just making sure that we understand that's really going to be the main requirement is you have to have employment in Florida. Yes, exactly. So so if you're if you're moving here because your company that's based somewhere else allows you to work from home, then you're not going to qualify. Then you're not going to qualify. Now, okay. Here's a, okay. uh, I don't know if you can answer this. I'm not sure if, if there's any kind of stipulation on this one, but uh, let's say I, I, I do qualify for it and my company's one and only brick and mortar in Florida closes in about three years after I've purchased the home. Is does that does that go into effect? Be like, hey, you don't have a brick and mortar anymore. Oh, you gotta you gotta, you gotta pay, pay this, this back. back. No, I'm I calling doubt for it, it right now. <laughs> and that's a, that's a very good question. So you know, the thing is, we look at current. Of course, we can't predict what's going to happen Correct. in the future. None of us can. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and to put that into perspective, look, you can have a job today. We could do all the research we want, but if in three months you get, you know, fired from your job, and even though everything was good. I have no control over that. So I'm not going to come back and ask you. That's something we couldn't account for. So no, it's not going to affect you in that sense. But of course, if you tell us that information that you're planning to close this company that you own in the next three months and it's a Florida-based company, then you're giving me information that I have to now report and use. And in that 
instance, I can't ethically, use that program yeah, you because you've yeah. explicitly yeah. told me ethically I can't. But I mean, that's just common sense at right. that point, right? But I would say, yeah, apart from that, one really cool thing I would still say is the eligible properties. You still have your attached, detached single units, two to four units, condos, manufactured homes have to be at 1994 and newer. And the debt to income ratios for manufactured homes are slightly lower. Okay. So they're about 45 instead of 50. But, you know, since we talked about house hacking and investment and all that, if you are still looking to do something in that nature, then you can go and buy a two to four unit property and use Hometown Heroes for that. But you cannot. You came back to it because I was getting ready to ask. I know. I, I knew it. I saw the look on your face. I'm like, he's going to come back at it. But you see, there there is ways around it, but it's not an exclusive investor product. But it doesn't mean you can't use it to build a better investment in the long run. Mm, makes sense. Interesting. Makes okay. Sense. So on a on a multifamily unit like that, is it still 5% of purchase? If you do FHA, you could do three and a half. On Fannie, I think you can't because when you do Fannie, you have to do, oh, uh, sorry, conventional loan. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, have to do 15%. Now. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That was a recent change. You know, as, as recently as I think a year ago, you could buy a four unit, 5% down conventional. And that, that has definitely changed over the last year. Yep. And one more thing they did is the refinance. You could have refinanced in six months, but now you have to wait a year. And this is a, a pretty big deal because if anybody knows uh, the community bigger pockets, you know, they all talk about the Burr method, buy a rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat, repeat exactly. They preach this method and they say you can do it every six months and keep on going. But now you have to wait a year. So it delays that a little. You can still do it, of course, but, you know, take a little more time. All right. Got it. Well, look, great information. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you want to get qualified for this program, you need to reach out to Yaya if you're not already working with a lender. He's licensed across Florida, so he can do these loans no matter what part of Florida you're looking at. Um, I'm going to let him give his contact now. Please give him a phone number where they can call you or text you. Is that okay? Absolutely, man. I'd love that. So the phone number you can reach me directly at is 732-955-1302. I'll say it again, 732-955-1302. You can just send me a text and say hometown heroes and add moving to the Florida show so that way we can track it and make sure you come in from here. And yes, absolutely. Any questions you want to know, anything you have in mind, please let us know. We're very happy. We'll to help also you have uh, his info on, on the show notes as well. So if you're, yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Anything else you want to add, Judson? That's it, man. I'm, I'm glad to be back recording with you guys. Let's, uh, let's plan to hit record again soon and get more content pushed out for our listeners who are planning Sounds on moving to Florida. We want to hear from you. You can reach us on our Moving to Florida show hotline by dropping a voicemail or texting us to 407-900-5859 or drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Moving to Florida show. And for Twitter, our handle is at Moving to FL show. If you'd like to connect with us, if you have any questions or if you need a realtor in Florida, you can reach us at Moving to Florida show at gmail.com be sure to subscribe to the show if you like our content so that it automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to florida 